I'm Mitchell Kaminsky. I'm Patrick Cushman. And you're listening to Penske Material. You are aware that uh, Penske is interested in me. It's showtime. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Ooh, let's go racing today, boys. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Nice advantage, Martin. Kaboom, Bubba Wallace. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. Terrible. A joke. Kyle Busch is an ass. Not Penske material. Hello, race fans, and welcome to another edition of Penske Material. I am Mitchell Kaminsky. Uh, we're recording this kind of late Tuesday night. It's a war of attrition, so uh, much like many of the cars we saw on Sunday, Patrick is unable to make it. His engine blew up, um, which is kind of the story of Darlington, round one of the playoffs. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure some people didn't like it because it's a long race. I, I didn't think it disappointed. I, I thought it's kind of like, I don't think anyone's made this comparison. It's kind of a weird comparison to make. It's almost like Daytona in the sense that the winner is usually just like the people in contention near the end are the people that survive through the, that marathon of a race. Now, the difference is this one takes skill to make it to the end where Daytona is a complete wild card race. This one, not so much. I mean, takes a lot to manage the tires and stay focused for four hours. Like, that's a long time, a lot of laps. You lose concentration sitting behind the wheel thinking, you're like, hmm, yeah, what's the race next week? Kansas, huh? I wonder if they have a good, oh, shit, well, and then, yeah, you know, it's very easy to lose focus there. So you gotta, you almost got to play as a driver these mental games in your head um, each lap just to make sure you're engaged because it's easy to lose focus. And this commercial said the walls talk, and they had a lot to say this week. Chase Elliott spun out, Cody Ware spun out, which, by the way, Cody Ware, is there ever a week that he doesn't spin out? If you're like me. You listen to Radioactive all the time. And I swear it's a weekly occurrence. Every week, you can do a drinking game on it. It's just never fails. Every week. Uh, caution is out. Driver caution is out. What happened? Uh, 51 hit the fence. It's always, he always seems to hit the fence. No one around him. It's just, a, he's a caution machine. Um, but yeah, I mean, we had engines blowing up, cars catching on fire, guys spinning into walls. Uh, Chase Elliott got knocked out really early. So it was a heck of a race. Congratulations, Eric jones petty gms the 43 car fellow midwestern man um i got to meet him at road america super nice guy uh he's a michigan guy um so good for him I, I mean for a small team like that you know people don't realize that he's been like kind of flying under the radar this year but he's put together a really solid season he's been very consistent um you know he's never gonna be the top tier driver he's not in top tier equipment but he's very solid um yeah, two-time Darlington winner now, and that's not an easy race to win. And I don't think this one classifies as a Mickey Mouse win. And I know, like some of the better drivers, like Bush, who was great all, all race. He had one of the faster cars. His engine just gives out. Truex looked really good. His car, you know, shits the bed. Uh, Kyle Larson was having problems. You know, there's, there's a lot of things. But you know, like I was saying earlier, it takes skill to make it through that entire race because you got to manage your tires. You got to make sure everything goes right. So, you know, props to that team. You know, he's been running pretty consistently all year. I think he's probably going to finish 18th. I mean, you could say he's in a battle for 17th. I think Truex is so many points ahead. He's over like 200 points ahead of him. So he's probably going to finish 18th in the standings this year when it's all said and done. But like, that equipment, very solid. And it's almost like a new team because, you know, GMS just took over Petty. So, um, it, it, it's uh yeah good for him good for him that does not count as a mickey mouse uh championship or to, to win in my book now big takeaway from this race for me anyway one of the big storylines uh, i saw uh denny hamlin was second 
And I might be in the minority here. I'm a Denny Hamlin fan. Um, I think, number one, in, in a sport where, you know, it's very easy to be bland and vanilla. He's one of the few people, he speaks his mind. And that's what you want. As a guy, you know, I studied journalism in college. You know, you listen to thousands of these interviews for every sport. And it's always generic, especially the NASCAR ones are some of the worst. It's always the same thing. Yeah, you know, I just want to thank the uh, sponsor, the, the boys back in the shop, put together a great car, and uh, thank uh, Jesus, and same thing the last 40 drivers said. And, you know, it's like, he speaks his mind. He's one of the few people, you ask him a question, he speaks his mind, which I like. And, like, you know, he's fun to root against, too. You know, I'm not off there rooting for Denny Hamlin, but, like, I, I, I'm a fan because he speaks his mind. I think he's really smart, too owning a team and, and driving not easy to do and his team successfully he's got a driver in the playoffs uh where he should have had a driver in the playoffs with kurt bush before the concussion thing he's running well in, in the playoffs he's going to be a championship contender and it's a sport that needs more personalities and he is that he tells it like it is or how he's feeling he's calling alex bowman a hack he you know he's calling out chastain he's never afraid to speak his mind and the sport nascar needs more of that we need less of chase elliott's who has a personality of a napkin, given his generic answers. Like the most, the most emotion we've seen from Chase Elliott was probably directed at one of his teammates. <laughs> and it's a situation that was just a hard racing incident. And then even when he was asked about it and he could have given an honest answer, really created some drama, he didn't. And at the end of the day, it's, it's, an enter- it's, it's entertaining. And I get their sponsors involved. So like, don't get me wrong. I know why these drivers do it because there's sponsors on the line but you know what Danny speaks his mind and a lot of times he's right but like him or not i mean a lot of times he's right and that's what that's what you want you want that wrong one second reason i I give him a lot of credit especially this week he could have very easily wrecked eric jones for that win he there's a couple times especially the last couple closing laps he got right up to his bumper and they asked him after the race is there anything he could have done differently and he said if I, I wanted to avoid contact, basically. There's nothing I can do except if, unless, I, unless I made contact, was what he said. Which props to him. Because he very easily could have just punted him into the wall and taken the win. And I don't think anyone really would have faulted him too much. Because number one, I mean, he's not that popular of a driver anyway. So if he's just pissing off people, I mean, it's not like, you know, he already he turned Chase Elliott fans against him. And that's like makes up 50% of the sport, it feels like. So, like, I mean, he's not very like, he's not well liked anyway. So, it's not like he's gonna, he's not winning any popularity contest anytime soon. So, he punts him into the wall. You know, some people get angry, maybe. Doesn't matter to him. Everyone already hates him as it is. Number two, the 43 car. I mean, the way people drive now, you know, people wreck each other for wins all the time. Just look at Ross Chastain. It happens. This is how people drive now. And the 43 car, they're not racing for, he's not racing for anything. It was nice that win is for him. Second time winning at Darlington. He gets a cool hat, he said, in the post game. I'm sure there's a cash prize involved, too. Um, good for him and the sponsors. But he's not in the playoffs. I don't think anyone really would have faulted him had he put a bumper to him on the last couple laps to take the win. But he did. And that'll go a long way. Especially because he's mad at the one car for doing the same thing to him. And he's practicing what he preaches. You know, I think he has a lot more credibility now. That he's angry at the one for doing it to him multiple times and causing all these wrecks and wrecking people for wins. You know, a lot of people are mad at him. Benny has a great. And now he's showing that he's going to practice what he preaches. Like, look, this is going to go a long way in the playoffs. Not only for that, he's getting kind of really in the chest name thing. 
because he's shown that like, hey, I don't race like that. I could have wrecked this guy for the win, and I didn't. I raced him clean. I raced with respect. That's number one. Number two, later down the road, drivers remember. Yeah, every driver says, yeah, I remember listening to Kyle, Kyle Bush talk about this. And I feel like it's the same for every driver. They One, they have a really long memory, and they keep a log of how people race them. And so, like, when you're in this situation, you know, some guys are going to race a lot harder than others. Other guys are going to give a lot more leeway. Eric Jones later in the playoffs, because Danny's probably going to go pretty far. He's going at least the round of eight, I think. Down the road, you know, the situation arises, he's going to cut a lot more slack. Other drivers see how he just raced him. They'll cut him more slack, too, I think. So you gain credibility with Chastain chest, anything? And now, now, it is the big thing, I think, too. He hasn't paid back Chastain. Everyone thinks Pocono was it. It was not. Oh, they made contact, minor contact. But he didn't intentionally put him into the wall. Did he cut him to any room? No. He didn't give him any room. He made him make a choice. If Chastain lifts, he does not go into the wall in Pocono. But he's Ross Chastain. He doesn't lift for anyone. I think Denny Hamlin knew that. He's a pretty smart guy. And so he ends into the wall. But that was by no means, that was not the payback. He's going to get his payback later. Maybe it comes at Bristol. Who knows? But now, I think it's a little bit, you know, it's a lot more justified, too. Because he had a gripe, and he shows, look, I don't race this way either. And I very easily could have, and it would have been a lot more justified than putting me into the wall like <laughs> Chastain did in St. Louis. And I like Ross Chastain, too. He's in for a world of hurt, especially if he keeps going. So, you know, it could for Denny. I'm going to ruin against him. Like, it's the same thing with Kyle Busch, especially with the personality thing. Like, I don't like Kyle Busch either. He's kind of a douche, but the sport is better with him in it. You need a villain like that. And Denny speaks his mind. Both of these guys speak their mind. Kevin Harvick, too. I Props to him afterwards. He's like, yeah, I don't like the car. This thing is crap. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Kevin Harvick's car just burst into flames. He's talking about it after the race. And he said it's the thing that keeps happening. And it is. I mean, we saw Bushler's car catch on fire in Indy. Like, it seems like a weekly occurrence. This is happening. And NASCAR hasn't done anything to fix it. That's the one new thing problem with these next-gen cars. I think, one, they've been good for the sport overall because the racing has been a lot better with them. Look at this season. We've had 17 winners this year to this point. And we'll probably get more. 17 new winners. I mean, probably – Probably get more before the season's over. Uh, and a lot of the racing's been great. A lot of these like half mile, uh, mile and a half tracks, uh, been really good, really good fun to watch. But now that they're all the same parts, if you want to make a change, it takes a lot longer to do it. Where the old car, Harvick diagnosed it pretty well. If you listen to his like, things, and I, I, you know, I'm not a big car guy. I don't want to get too technical with it. But the way he's like talking about it, he's like. Yeah, like a flame starts and then they have air blown into it and it makes it worse because it's giving it more oxygen. It's the way it's like collecting rubber, something like that. I did a very poor job breaking that down. But if you're a car guy, just listen to his quotes. They're like, yeah, we know exactly what the problem is. We see it happen with all these other cars, but they can't change it because they have to go through a lot of red tape to NASCAR to get that change done. So that's something you have to take a good, little, hard look at during the offseason, especially with cars bursting on fire. That's dangerous. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's the point there. But props to him, even if you don't like him. And a lot of these guys, like, not the most likable, but you give them, I give them credit because it gives us poor personality. We need less Chase Elliott's personality. And Chase Elliott's a hell of a driver, don't get me wrong. Uh, but we need more guys like that. We talk to, you know, give honest answers. Well, isn't that what you want? It's a lot more entertaining that way. Um, you know, speaking of Ross Chastain, we were just talking about, uh, I got a theory. I think he's in trouble. I think this next Kansas race may or may not decide a season. Because if he has another bad points day, which let's be honest, it was not a great day for him. He had pretty good speed and then 
Something fell with the car. He, I think he went in the wall at one point too, but uh, he finished near the back or mid middle of the pack. It's not a huge point day, not a huge buffer zone. He has another bad race at Kansas, the final race of the year, short track or of the first round, I should say, at Bristol. So you better believe he's near the cut line. These drivers want to cut them any slack. And people have a chance, eh, might be a good time to take some payback, knock him out in the first round. Just talking about Danny, I mean, if he gets his chance at Bristol, maybe a chance to knock him out. I, I think he's taking it. So Ross Chastain, he really, this next Kansas race is huge for him. And this is the next point I want to make. I think maybe his bold prediction, maybe not. And I know I look a little biased because I'm wearing all the Suarez stuff, but as far as the track house cars go, I think Daniel Suarez has a better chance of making it farther than the playoffs than Ross Chastain, uh, which, you know, on the surface, Chastain's been a much better driver this year. He's got the two wins, even before uh, Suarez got his one. But after midsummer, after that Pocono race, I don't know if it was a confidence thing. I don't think it was a confidence thing. But, like, ever since then, he has not been near the front nearly as much. His results have been very subpar. And there was a point in the summer he looked like a championship favorite. Midsummer. Now, results aren't that great. The car's track house very similar. They've both been fast all year. Suarez, one, doesn't have as many enemies. And two, I really think that last race it showed me something. Now, he he was he, – he fell back late because he made a mistake, and that's a lot of the thing. What's why Eric Jones' win is impressive. Anyone that wins at Darlington is impressive. The Darlington – the, you know, uh, Southern 500, just because, like, how much – how long the race is. But, like, the fact he started, a lap down, fell, the Beckham wasn't even able to qualify – Worked his way up to fourth at one point. And what screwed him over was he had the speeding penalty. Um, he, he, so he has a speeding penalty. Then, uh, you know, he, he was, he hit the wall. They were in for the caution uh, or trying to repair it. And then a caution came out. So that was already bad. Then he gets speeding penalties. So that really puts him far back. And he's able to work up. I think it was 18th he finished, I want to say. It's not a great finish for him but they had a lot of speed the fact he started a lap down was able to work his way all the way up through the field in the fourth in the third stage and if bella didn't put him into the wall i mean at one point he made a little contact with the wall which kind of you know started the chain reaction there but both cars have been fast he's been a lot he's been fast too he's very much capable he does not have as many enemies uh so i think there's a good chance they both don't get eliminated first round, which I don't think either of them will get eliminated first round. Uh, I think Suarez makes it further in the playoffs than Ross Chastain. And I like Ross. I like both drivers. I think Ross is slightly more talented. I mean, you see the results this year, but this is all the reasons I mentioned before. Chastain has a bad Kansas race. That's going to be Bristol. I don't think they're cutting him any slack. Short track race near the end. Um, let's talk Kansas a little bit, previewing that. Um well, actually, first before we get into, before we get into Kansas, talk a couple of guys that uh, didn't have the best day. One, you, you feel really bad for Martin Truex. I mean, because this guy, I don't know what he did to piss off the NASCAR gods, um, but if that, he, if that guy didn't have any bad luck this year, he'd have no luck at all. I mean, barely misses off first first driver out of the playoffs, despite being fourth in the regular season points. Most stage ones out of any driver didn't make it in. He was like a couple feet. He missed it out on two points, a couple feet at Daytona from getting that. They got caught in a freak wreck. And a lot of this was like self, you know, they, they kind of just shot themselves in the foot. Uh, you go back to Nashville. He pit when he wasn't supposed to. He, he just got a signal right. He just came into pit and that messed up their strategy. He doesn't do that. 
there in the playoffs because he would have gotten those he would have finished with more points there uh just had chances to win and they haven't been able to do it and he had a really good car and that's a track where you need experienced drivers especially you got to be a good driver to win at that race like i said i've been saying in my podcast he is a good driver he was up there he had a fast car you could even hear on the radio kyle bush like man i want whatever he has which it turns out he did because both their cars not functioning like the race but he was fast and he was primed to win that race too i think he would have won and you know that's the other thing i really like about that this first round especially starts for the nascar playoffs you know Early on, round of 16, a little underrated because you know, late, late championship four, obviously championship's great, but everyone just kind of moves out of the way. We had a lot of non-playoff guys really racing hard out there. Truox was up top. Eric Jones obviously won, playing the playoffs poorly. Bubba Wallace was running hard. Ty Gibbs, shout out to him too. He finished top 10. No one talked about him. I don't think he got mentioned much in the broadcast, but another top 10, he's going to be a good driver. If he's not in cup next year, I don't know what the hell's going on. He doesn't need to be in Xfinity another year. Um, but yeah, all these non-playoff guys are running hard. You love to see it. So that was really that was really fun to see. Uh, but, but yeah, if you, you listen to Truex's post-race interview too, a lot of emotion there. He was almost on the verge of tears. Like you feel bad for him. He felt bad for his team a little bit. It's just nothing's gone this way this year. And I'm glad he's coming back one more year next year uh, because you can see the talent's still there. They and they've had some fast cars and just missed out. And if he was in the playoffs, he'd be a legit contender. Like he'd be one of the favorites and he made it in, but it's the way she goes. And that's why this format for the regular season is great because it makes for a lot of excitement. There's a lot of drama. Yeah. So and then Chase Elliott hits the wall, which I don't think will be a huge deal. I think they're going to be fast at Kansas. The Chevys have always been pretty good there and he's been pretty good on these types of tracks. Uh, but you have another bad race. All of a sudden that big uh, cushion he had, it, it goes away. Now he'll get it back as long as he survives. If he wins a race or just makes it to the next round, he still got the, he gets all those playoffs points back. So it's almost kind of like a mulligan. You don't get two mulligans. Here's another bad one. He's in trouble, which will be interesting to see. And that was a really uncharacteristic chase too, because he's a good driver and just hit the wall. Um, so who knows? And then Kyle Bush, another contender, he was up front. A lot of people have him in their final four. I don't just because of all the side distractions they have and you know, he'll, he'll, he'll make a run, I'm sure, but a lot of distractions on the side, which is tough for anyone to handle, even if you're a world-class, you know, Hall of Fame talent like Kyle Bush. Uh, and the car you know, just, just gave up. So uh, that was unfortunate to see. I, you heard on the radio, too, Hamlin was saying he thinks it was gear, he, like missed a shift. Uh, but that wouldn't make much sense because they're in a caution. So you're missing a gear shift and a caution. I don't know if that makes a ton of sense, but... Yeah, just he was snake bitten as well. So he had three heavy hitters get knocked out. Yeah, shout out to Kyle Larson though. That guy had some terrible luck too. Engine was overheating. They had to check under the hood a couple of times. I think he was three laps down, and I think he ended. Up, he finished seventeenth, I believe. So as good as these Hendrick cars are, you know, you heard them. And you know, they're, they're, they're the Yankees. It's the oldest cliche. They're the Yankees of NASCAR. But these Hendrick guys, they're scrappy. They did not give up really gutted through that and um good i mean considering the circumstances pretty good finish for him as well so i was turning our attention towards kansas now kansas is a race second round first second race of the first round of the playoffs i'll be honest i i am the most excited for this race out of any of the other ones southern 500 obviously crown jewel but it's four hours long it's a long race kind of a drag through stage two which you knew what it happened Besides the Coke 600, that is the longest race of the year. 
So they have a long attention span. And, you know, any sporting event that's going that long, it's it's tough. It's a tough watch. Um, and then Bristol, you know, in theory, will be good with the short track and everything. But the short track racing this year has not been great. That is a known thing with these cars, too. Next-gen cars have not been very – the short track racing this year has not been great. Um, so Kansas, I think, is going to be a fun one. I, I, early in the year, is a very good race with Kurt Busch winning. Uh, so I think a huge race for a lot of these guys, too. Uh, need to make up some ground. Harvick uh, is on the cut line right now, so he needs to have a good race. Elliot, like I said earlier, he lost a lot of his cushion. I think he'd probably be one of the favorites in this one, too. So we'll see. The Toyotas have been really fast there, so we'll see if um, Bush makes up for it. I, you know, The track house guys, too, like I said, it's a huge race for Ross Chastain. Suarez, we'll see how good he does. He's been you know, terrible early in the year there, but last season he finished in the top 10. So it, it's going to be it's going to be a fun one. You know, football Sunday is going to get most of the shine, but uh, you know, split screen it if you're you're a football fan, NFL, in this because I think out of the three in the first round, this is going to be the best race. Um, so we'll see. I think I probably, if I had to make a pick now, I'm probably going to Hendrick guy. Probably Chase Elliott would be a you know, bold pick there, right? Him or I think like one of the track house guys. Like you, one of those guys is going to finish the top five. I think it's going to be Suarez. Suarez is going to finish top five there. But I would don't be surprised. I, uh, you see Chastain up there front too because he, he's been good all year. And this, I'm telling you, his season is going to come down to that race. If he has another bad race and he's near the cutoff line at Bristol, someone will take action. Short track racing. Yeah, it's just short track racing. As a um, new show came out, Race to the Championship. What did y'all think? I thought it was excellent. I'm a big drive to survive fan. I'm not a huge F1 fan. Uh, I got my parents to watch it, and they're not even race fans. They were hesitant at first, and I kept telling them putting it on. They both enjoyed it too. I thought it was really good. Um, Logano is hilarious to me. I, Joey Logano is one of my favorite drivers just because he he's this nice down to earth guy off the track. You know, seems like super genuine, super nice. He's kind of a goober, best with it. And then on the track, he drives like a total maniac. Just runs people over, doesn't care. And you know what else I like? Because I like Chastain too, because they're both aggressive. I like aggressive. You know, I'm a simple fan. I like the little bump in the bank. Swapping paint. It's fun. It's fun to watch. He owns it, too. It's like, Byron's like, yeah, that punted him out of the way for a win. That's what you get, buddy. Like, I, I like, he's kind of psychotic. He's like split personalities, but I love it. I think it's hilarious. Big Logano guy. I'm glad he was featured. Obviously, my boys, James Suarez, uh, got a lot of runtime, too. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good show. Can't wait for the next episode. Uh, as they go throughout the season, I really hope it's uh, they keep getting better. Yeah, because that was a good start, and the way the season's gone, they really picked up good season uh, for NASCAR to start the stocky series because just so much has happened, so many different winners, so many storylines throughout it too. It's great. It's like it's like almost like a Real Housewives reality show. Just all the storylines you got, just for rednecks in motorsports. Sorry, very exciting. Last week, we got to do, let's see who, uh, so me and Patrick, we do our uh, um, wrap of the week, which is the best paint scheme. We each pick one um, and uh, see who wins. So we put the poll on. You can vote at Penske Pod uh, or Dormer Dispute. We have it on there as well. So uh, the winner from last week, uh, two good ones. We had the Ryan Blaney Advanced Auto Park Ford and the number 18 Interstate Toyota, both pretty good. The winner 
by 56% uh, 56% to 44%, Ryan Blaney and the number 12 advanced auto parts board. So unfortunately he's not here. So we can't do a wrap of the week this week. Uh, but uh, I think I'd have to go a little by I, I like Chase Elliott and uh, there's a good story, bit, which doesn't happen often. So I'm not a Chase Elliott fan, but I, I like the thing with the dogs. Like some kid designed it. They won the sign a car contest. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I, I like that one. Brad has some sharp ones too. Shout out Brad Kislowski. Former Penske, finishing in the top 10. Uh, he needed that, too. He needed that. Excited for next week's race. Should be should be a good one, as we said. Um, I didn't give last week championship four prediction. We should have. We picked our four to get knocked out. Uh, and if you didn't listen to that one, four I had getting knocked out round one. Austin Sindrick, Alex Bowman, Chase Briscoe. And Austin Dillon. Um, Dillon's looking pretty good right now. I think Briscoe's probably going to get knocked out too. Bowman had a lot of speed though. Number one, so I that one could be could be interesting. Championship for um, different story. So I got Denny Hamlin one. I think they're just picking up speed at the right time. Been there before, knows how to do it. Uh, Chase Elliott, I think he has to be you know just how, the the amount of points he has, sure lead in points. Big bumpers of, so I would have to put him as number two. Uh, number three may surprise some people. I like Tyler Reddick. I think Tyler Reddick's been good on a lot of different tracks. You saw, I mean, he had a lot of speed this week too, working his way up to the field. Was able to survive it. You know, next round there's the Roval. He's been excellent. He's probably the favorite on road courses this year. So I think Tyler Reddick been really good. I mean, he he's been fun to watch number four it could go a couple different ways but uh as uh, joey Logano thing is the my fourth um and and you know he won the two races earlier he's he's been good all year he's picking up momentum at the right time so i i think i got him there too wild card sleeper pick i think like i said i think suarez goes a little bit farther than chastain does i think he i think he can make the round of eight you can make some through round one. They pick up some speed. Trackhouse is fast. It's a fast car. So we shall see. All very exciting. Make sure if you like the podcast, make sure to follow us at Dormer's View or at Penske Pod. Um, you can watch all of our stuff on YouTube too. Uh, we'll have a full episode on Spotify. We'll have clips on YouTube. You can watch a couple old ones from uh, Kimmy Reich in his debut. We, me and Patrick graded it. We got a full episode on there. So lots of good stuff uh as well and shout out shout out scott mclaughlin for indycar you know as we go in penske materials name of the pod you know who is penske material scott mclaughlin one in portland still in championship contention with one race to go he was pretty dominant he had the best car in the field all day won the pole basically no contest uh throughout really good performance and yeah 40 points away from the championship so it's a long shot 41 i believe Long shot, but still has a chance. Will Power, another Penske driver in the uh, mix as well. So is Joseph Newgarden. So we'll see. Could be a pretty good uh, week for Penske that can hang on there. So we shall see. But thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week.